Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to Get Connected with Nina Del Rio, a weekly conversation about fitness, health, and happenings in our community on 106.7 Light FM. Good morning and thanks for joining us on Get Connected. There are millions of recipes out there, especially with the internet. But what is the right recipe for your situation? Last minute dinner for friends, for your kids' bake sale, whatever you have in the pantry? Our guest has the answers. The Anne Burns Saves the Day Cookbook is 125 tried and true easy recipes to rescue mealtime. And Anne Byrne is our guest on Get Connected. Thanks for being here. Oh, it's great to be here. Thank you. She also has a website called CakeMixDoctor.com. She's the best-selling author of that book, The Cake Mix Doctor. I don't know if we're going to be talking about too many cakes today, but this book specifically, what's the inspiration for the Ann Burns Saves the Day cookbook? You know, probably that there were, no, there were too many recipes out there. I really felt like through the years people have told me, well, I, you know, why should, I st- why should I buy a cookbook when I can get all of these great recipes online? And yet, recipes online don't always equal success. And there are, you know, and so really, I started collecting recipes from people as I traveled. And I would ask them, you know, what are you cooking for dinner tonight? You know, what's your best recipe? What do people know you by? What do your children want you to make when they come home from college? And I started collecting these recipes in little journals in my purse. And I thought, wouldn't it be great one day if I could put them into one cookbook? And then at the same time, my grown daughters were saying, Mom, we get these the recipes off the Internet, and they don't work. There's no story behind them. And that's when the light bulb went off, and I went, you know, I'm going to write a book, and it's going to be everybody's best recipes, and they're going to be recipes that come to your rescue and save your day. Yeah, they, they really sort of solve uh, dilemmas that people have. What did you want to kind of make sure were covered? You know, like a vegetarian shows up, for instance. Well, exactly. You want something fabulous to sort of anchor that vegetarian's meal while everybody else is sort of carving into a steak. So I would say, you know, make my fabulous cream spinach. Um, it's, you know, it's, it's substantial. It's delicious. It goes well with beef for everyone who's not a vegetarian. But for the vegetarian, it makes them feel special. It makes them feel like, you know, they wanted me to come as opposed to, you know, eating a few tomato slices and some, (laughs) you know, some green beans. You know, and then you add a salad to that cream spinach and maybe a really um, interesting carrot dish or a Brussels sprout dish and some bread, and, you know, you have a really wonderful vegetarian meal. I think it's really interesting to listen to how you talk about that, because I'm always the vegetarian that gets the green beans and the tomatoes. <laughs> um, so, and in your book, you, you set them up like that. The vegetarian, it's a snow day, it's too hot to cook. How do you decide, like, say, the, the criteria of what makes a, pot, a potluck choice? What, what are you looking for? What's a perfect dish for that? Oh, for a potluck, it's, it's, something that, uh, it's a recipe that's unique and different, and people haven't necessarily seen that combination of flavors before. Plus, it's easy to tote, and it's not, you know, it's so temp- temperature-specific that it wouldn't work in, you know, a sweltery, you know, patio in Charleston or, a, you know, a 
picnic, um, you know, along a riverbank, you know, in Mississippi. It's not going to, you know, it's not going to wilt. It's a recipe that kind of can be toted in a cooler, or it's a recipe like the mini cinnamon rolls in my book that you actually can keep warm in a crock pot at an office party in Manhattan. So you can. So it's tra- recipes that travel well that are different and unique. And they also kind of work with that well-stocked pantry idea. You know, you you might just be missing one ingredient versus a whole versus a bunch of them. What's what are some of the the must-haves for your pantry? And you do have a list in the book too. I do. You know, I like to keep the basics, of course. I mean, you need olive oil, you need, you know, you need garlic, you need salt and good sea salt and pepper, that sort of thing. But I go a little further and say, okay, here are the canned goods, because I really, I am like over, you know, a pantry that's bulging at its seams. I just want what I need. And I really have pared down my pantry and my closet in the last two years. I only wear what I've, you know, I wear what I've got. And so I feel that way about what you, when you cook, uh, keep it simple. So good canned beans, good canned tomatoes, uh, tomatoes maybe with some extra flavor. Maybe you like the Italian blend that's got the basil and the, the oregano and the garlic in there. A good pasta sauce that you use, a red sauce, you know, lentils. I mean, they're wonderful in cold weather. Um, other kind of dried beans. Do you like black beans? Do you like white beans? Uh, just buy the ones you like and keep them canned and dry. Um, I like I like pick-it-up kind of flavors. Like, I love capers. I like to add capers to a saute of chicken or to grilled fish. So I keep capers. I keep different seasonings and spices that we use. You know, we do grill out. So I'll, I'll get some interesting rubs uh, for fish and for beef. Um, I like hot sauces. I like soy sauce. Um, I like sriracha. You know, I just think that there are certain things. And then for baking in the pantry, you know, you've always got to have flour and sugar and baking soda and baking powder, and you need a good cocoa. So, you know, really the list in the book is, is very specific and targeted to people who want to cook well and cook easily and cook quickly. But you're not above, it's not snooty. For instance, like you're not above frozen lasagna. Your lifesaver lasagna <laughs> is built around that. That's right. Well, you know what? That, I think a lot of times cooking is just how you present things and doing it with style. And there was a woman in Nashville, yes, for many years, um, who was very generous to our symphony program and other charities here. And she would stage these elaborate dinners at her home, benefits. And I was helping at one of them, and I saw all these beautiful Italian casseroles lined up on her marble counters. And in each one of them was a frozen lasagna. And bubbling on the stove was a homemade bechamel sauce with some bay leaves in it to fragrant, you know, to make it more fragrant. And then this bechamel was ladled over the frozen lasagna in the earthenware dish. And then on top went a generous handful of grated Parmesan cheese. And then they went into the oven. And what came out was what I call in the book lifesaver lasagna. I mean, you can feed a multitude of people if you pick up a great frozen lasagna, cover it with a bechamel sauce. And good Parmesan. Since we're doing that, what's a great frozen lasagna? Well, I like Annie's, um, but I also will buy. I will buy Stouffer's if if I like the vegetarian one the best. Okay. And I think it's just there's something about the the beef sort of in a frozen lasagna ish that you know is a little bit food service esque. So I think if you go the vegetarian route, 
um, and buy one big one at uh, Costco or something like that, I think you're in good shape. The Anne Burns Saves the Day cookbook is 125 tried-and-true easy recipes to rescue mealtime. Her website is cakemixdoctor.com. That's a book she had that sold very well for many years. You're listening to Get Connected on 106.7 Light FM. I'm Nina Del Rio. Another one of your strategies, Anne, is to reinvent leftovers, which are the best. I think of it like a free meal. (laughs) What's one of your favorite ways to repurpose leftovers? Oh, well, well, my favorite way to repurpose is like if you do a roast, um, and I sound like a real carnivore today, I apologize for that, <laughs> um, but, you know, if you are going to cook a beef roast or a leg of lamb, um, you know you've got the next meal tomorrow, which is a great lamb stew or a beef stew, and you keep the, and the same actually goes for roasting a chicken or a turkey. You know, the, the juices that cook down from the roasting process um, that you want to save that, and then you want to you know degrease that, so put it in the fridge overnight, and then pull it out the next day, and just take that top layer of fat off and discard that. But what you have are this, the essence, and so you know create a stew using that. Do a quick saute of onions and carrots in some olive oil, and then shred in your meat from your um, from your roast, and then you add your essence, and then you add some stock. It could be beef stock chicken stock or, or vegetable broth, and then add that in. And then at the very last, if you want to add a thickener in there, a natural thickener, use a can of white beans drained or um, one potato that's finely chopped. And you have a fabulous stew um, that's the next day's dinner. You sort of go on a different, a, the similar thread with that in the book of tips of what to make ahead, all these time savers you include in the book. Yeah, well, I do believe that cooking well, a a big part of that is being organized. And if you're organized, you can cook really well and still be a busy person. So, you know, and it's so much on what became true just in my life is that I try to, I cook in stages. And I'll look for anything in a recipe that can be done ahead of time, whether it's as simple as chopping up the onions ahead of time and sticking them in a little bag in the fridge. But so for pretty much every recipe, I'll say what you can do ahead, how far it can go ahead. And so like even the kitchen sink tabbouleh recipe on page 93, which is a great recipe, I just tell you that that whole thing can be made ahead and kept refrigerated. But if you're going to, um, but add the toasted pine nuts and the fresh herbs at the last minute. I mean, you do want some flourishes and crunchy things, you know, um, crunchy and fresh. So add your garnish at the last. So throughout every single book, every single recipe has got to do a head note. And there's also so many ways you can do things to put your own note on it, like the tabbouleh, for instance. Mm-hmm. You can use, if you don't have bulgur, you can use farro, you can use lentils, you can use toasted pita. Oh, yes. I mean, that, that's, that is a true kitchen sink recipe, and you should use what is in your pantry. And then back to what we said about the pantry, the better the pantry, you know, the better the salad. So when you open up the cabinet and you've got, oh, I have some currants, I'll add those. Oh, you know, I've got some garbanzo beans. There's another it, dish you mentioned in the book. I just want to jump to one and make sure we get it in. It's about uh-huh. uh, shrimp and cheese grits. You talk about personalizing <laughs> that, too. Yes. Well, there, you know, there's so many different rules of thumb on the old, um, on, you know, shrimp and, and cheese grits. I mean, if you go down to the southern coast of South Carolina, you know, there's one way of making it. Some people, um, some people make it with tomatoes in it, you know. Some people season their shrimp first. So I really, I give a lot of options on here. And so, and yes, there is a do-ahead. 
And also, it's really important, I think, in this recipe to make really great cheese grits. So I tell you, you know, what types of cheeses I really like in, such as manchego cheese. I really like that in grits. Uh, Also, and I did not add, but I will add, that I really think it's important to use a good grits to begin with, you know, maybe a stone ground. Uh, And then try to use the best shrimp that you can. I use mushrooms and bell pepper and garlic and green onions and, and fresh tomato in here, you know, as well as um, hot sauce and lemon juice and chicken stock. So it's a great recipe. You talk about that being a recipe that your daughter loves. What are some of the best recipes for kids in the book and, and recipes in general that you can think of? Oh, gosh, they're throughout because I, you know, have three children and two are nearly, one's grown and one's in college and one's in, in high school. So, you know, it's still pleasing people is still high on my list. But, you know, all of the bake, I mean, all of the cookie recipes are wonderful, and they've been very traditional and nostalgic in our family. Kathleen's sugar cookies that's in there, the crescent cookies. Um, My kids also really love that Kentucky brown sugar pie. I mean, there's really, that's kind of a pie that appeals to all ages. Young people as well as old people really love meringue pies. Mm. And it's it's a very it's easy 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 and I think we've forgotten how to make a meringue and we've gotten out of the habit of it. But I tell you how to do it, and you just separate your eggs and the yolks go in the filling and the whites are beaten with a little sugar and cream of tartar and then it goes in a hot 400 degree oven for eight minutes to brown the meringue. But that you know anybody will love. Um, my kids also love my soups. I do make a lot of soup in in. Um, in cold weather, and I keep soup, and if we don't eat it all, I stash it in the freezer, you know, and and some of the favorites in here are the butternut squash and apple soup that's got some curry in that. I love that soup. The lentil soup is a great one for young people starting on their own because it's cheap. You can make a big pot of it. It's an easy recipe. It gives you a lot of confidence in cooking, and um, you can stash it in the freezer. So, you know, if you're just cooking for one, you want to come home to a nourishing, nourishing meal. And then the Feel Better Chicken Soup is the way that I make chicken soup in cold weather. I really do believe it's, um, it will make you feel better. It's cooked with the whole chicken. I buy an organic chicken, and I go through the process of making it. And So it's a goodie. It's a great recipe. You have so many great sweets in this book. I want to get to that in our last couple of minutes here. One I really that appeals to me is from that something from nothing category, your mm-hmm. Nashville sour cream coffee cake. And you probably already have everything except for the sour cream. Yeah, you do. And a lot of people keep, we keep sour cream. I really use sour cream in baking. I think it's a good one to keep in the fridge. Um, it just pairs well with chocolate, and it's perfect for this recipe, too. That's that's an old style of, of making a coffee cake, a cinnamon coffee cake. It's you know, that's been around for for quite a while. You know, I did call it Nashville's Coffee Cake because it was one that my mother made. Um, and I kind of grew up with that. Um, and I talk about it in the book. I sort of was going back to her recipe, um, but really wanted it to work in a loaf pan because I like the presentation better in a loaf. And so really had to work at her recipe that she made like in a, just a square nine-inch pan, baking pan. So I um, improved it, and and you know now you can make a great loaf. It's a wonderful gift. It's perfect, you know, for the any time of year uh, to pull out when you've got house guests. I love that recipe. When you're tweaking and and working on these recipes that came from all these different sources, what mm-hmm. do you want to know? What do you want to make easier? Well, you know, I definitely look for recipes that um, are unique that I have not published before. 
um, that really a talk that have a link to that person. Um, and as far as ease goes, I want to make sure that everybody can get those ingredients. And I say that's always been a hallmark of my recipes and cookbooks. You know, I, I live in Nashville. I work in Nashville. If you can find the ingredient in Nashville, you can find it anywhere. And um, so that's why people uh, like my recipes. They're simple and they're very unpretentious. Uh, and yet, they've got the recipes have really got to be good, and they've got to be classy and and really stand on their own. And so that's what I look for. Um, and if it does, if a recipe comes from somebody, I I, I really am careful with that because uh, this is how they want the recipe to be. I may decide I would tweak this or that. So sometime you'll see a note, and it'll be just for me saying, you know, I. I would I would add this ingredient, or I would add a, a hit of cinnamon, or I think it needs a little bit more salt. Um, so I try to be careful with that. The Ann Burn Saves the Day cookbook. It's beautiful. 125 tried and true easy recipes to rescue mealtime. I hope you'll take a look at it. Ann Burn, thanks for being our guest on Get Connected. Oh, great. Thank you so much. This has been Get Connected with Nina Del Rio on 106.7 Light FM. The views and opinions of our guests do not necessarily reflect the views of the station. If you missed any part of our show or want to share it, visit our website for downloads and podcasts at 1067lightfm.com. Thanks for listening. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club! Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right, ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, over limited by law, 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.